Yo, 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 it's CJ Today Slay from the Upgrade America podcast, episode 83, special edition, the year of the founders. Um, yeah, it's really cool because surprise, surprise, we actually did the podcast in the same room at the same time. And we talk about the presidential debate. We talk about COVID a little bit. We talk about the direction of America and politics, how we need to get younger. Um, And we talk about historical facts in the year of 1983, because that's the year of the founders of Upgrade America. So I hope you guys enjoy. And ladies, uh, like, share, subscribe. Election season is upon us. Vote for Cameron Ra. Write in independent candidates. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in. Peace. We will kill you. That's the Proud Boys in a nutshell. We will kill you. We look nice. We seem soft. We have boys in our name. But like Bill the Butcher and the Bowery Boys, we will assassinate you. To all my upgraders, stand up and stand by. Perfect your aim and train like Simplify. This ain't a game when boys are right or die. We'll help you with the ladder. All right, upgrade America. Ah. Bing, boom, and we live on Facebook and IG. What's that? We got both of us in the same frame. I know. Let's see. Cameron Ra and CJ, the Day Slayer. We're live from where we at in PA, man? Raxville. We're in Raxville, PA. Out in Trump's turf. You know what I'm saying? Seeing a lot, Biden, seeing a lot of his signs out there. I didn't see no riding Biden signs just yet, but you know, it's really great to be uh, here with my broski in, in the flesh, man. Yeah. But uh, suppose we should do our classic intro. What's up, world? Extraterrestrial viewers and you know, all our loyal upgraders. <sighs> Episode 83, what can we say? Shout out to all the 80s babies out there. You know, this is the year that me and CJ, the Day Slayer, were born. I'm Cameron Ra, host and executive producer of Upgrade America. I'm also independent 2020 presidential candidate. If you ask me, I think that I got the best hat game out of all the candidates. Just saying, swag available on the man. But yo, what's really, bro? What's up, man? We here. This is what it is, man. No doubt, no doubt. We got a lot to talk about. I would say our main headline is the classic meme, stand back and stand by. Yeah. And also, you know, the, what is it? The White House super spreader. <laughs> we're going to be talking about that. We got a lot of other topics too. Bear with us. We're talking on three different screens yeah, over here. We got a We got a camera over here. We got a camera over here. A camera over here. Yeah. Camera over here. I stand corrected. We're on four different screens. What's up, Virginia? I see you watching. Thanks for watching. I hope you stay blessed. But yo, we got a really great show, man. Let me, let me uh, try to at least pull this up so we can see. Yeah, yeah, we got the segment board over here. Up and yeah, down. very like I said, we doing uh <clears throat> this is not our typical uh setup, but like I said, as a special episode 83 in commemoration to the greatest hosts uh, you know, of all times, you know, we figured we would do a face to face together. Yeah. But um what's our first topic we got up on the segment? Uh, headline topic is we got presidential debate. Okay, so I had the privilege of watching the debates. Me too, I got notes. I skipped all of the Democratic <laughs> debates. I'm just like, I don't want to see a bunch of nobodies battle it out. Like, I'll wait to the end. 
I was quite frankly, I was surprised that Biden mm-hmm. and Trump, uh, they, they, they met in the same room because there's a lot of speculation on why they didn't want uh, this to occur, particularly because of Biden's, uh, how do you say, so-called dementia. Or yeah, Biden. yeah. But what are your thoughts? You said you got notes. I see you got some. Yeah. Quite, quite a few. So my notes real quick. Trump was being Trump. I'm not gonna lie. Part of it was funny as hell. <laughs> How do you go lie? I got. I thought that was entertaining too. Yeah. Um, I was confused. One of the things that caught my attention, I was confused. Like they fight. They were fighting when they were fighting about health care. I was sitting mm-hmm. there like y'all both senior citizens during a pandemic, and y'all fighting about health care. It should not be a fight. It should be like, yo, let's get this straight for everybody, especially my seniors and my demographic. So, and it's like speaking of the healthcare. My understanding is like Biden is trying to keep the legacy of mm-hmm. Obamacare in place, mm-hmm. and of course Trump is trying to dismantle it simply because it has something to do with Obama. Mm-hmm. But like, what are your thoughts? Is is um, about Obamacare in particular? Is this something that should be preserved? I don't know. I've heard a lot of mixed reviews. I heard people not really liking it because of the fee you got to pay every year and like that. their premiums went up. So I'm with that mutualism. We, we really need to reevaluate how we do healthcare. Mm-hmm. But I thought like, I thought Trump was being more presidential and Biden was trying to be like Trump. Mm-hmm. Like if me personally, I saw uh-huh. Biden trying to be more aggressive with yeah. his telling Trump to shut up yeah. and just saying like, yo, you're an idiot. And I expect that from Trump because that's, yeah. that's that's who he is. But I think maybe it's like someone told Biden that that would help his polls. That would help his numbers. Yeah. Like, yo, be more aggressive, be more assertive. And I saw that part of Biden for, for me from the first time. Yeah. I think he was still able to balance of being a little more presidential mm-hmm. versus Trump. But then again, Trump is the current president. So True. it's it's a weird dynamic. Um, I think during the COVID per, uh, part of it, Biden was surgical with that part. Like he just really? embodied them. Yeah, it was just like boom, boom. Trump ain't had shit to say. He was just like Trump has said some very. I took some mental notes, so yeah. I don't have the. Nah, these just observations that like, you do. But like one thing that stood out to me when Trump mm-hmm. was speaking for COVID was he mentioned the military several times, mm-hmm. and he even threw some metrics out there. He said we can reach. 200,000 people per day. And I'm like, what? Mm. The military? Vaccines? Reaching 200,000 people? Whoa, whoa, where are you going with this? And why is it so high level? Yeah. Well, um, we did discuss this in the past. HR yeah. quadruple six. Yeah. And yeah, the use Operation of, Lightspeed, too. Operation so Lightspeed with yeah. the vaccine and reaching everyone. Uh, it, it brought up some concerns. But what do you think was Biden's biggest triumph with the COVID thing? Like, what do you just think? how he was like, "Yo, you failed. You dropped the ball on your response. Mm-hmm. All that stuff." Like he, and then ironically enough, hope he gets well because we want to see if he's gonna get defeated or not fairly. True, true. So ironically enough, he gets COVID, and he's been so anti-COVID and all this Trump has. So I'm gonna. Gotta push back okay, on, go on that. Uh, just a slight interjection. Okay. It's because okay, remember when uh, they were calling it the Chinese virus, mm-hmm. and Trump was mentioning about closing the borders, and then everyone was calling him a, a racist and, and everything for that because okay. So I, I he wanted to do that. So I will give him that. Okay. But, he did and, mention that. And another thing too, just 
COVID is so new. It's so different than things that we faced before. Mm-hmm. I dare say, I, who could say how the Biden administration would have acted? And I'm it's it's curious. so silly. Mm-hmm. It's so silly to even like argue about it mm-hmm. right now. What they should have been talking about COVID is what they're going to do moving forward. You True. know, and it's like. And Biden kind of had a vague plan about it, but it didn't sound concrete, obviously, because they're not in the White House. You're true, still true. campaigning to get in there. But so, I'm just curious now, like, so Trump spit his rhetoric mm-hmm. on how he his stance on COVID, but it's like, how is he going to change his policies now that he actually contracted the virus? Mm, you know? Yeah, because it hits him personally. Yeah, that so that's something, like, something to consider, too. Yeah. But here's something uh, as well. They said, like, he didn't get tested that night because mm. he came late to mm. the debates yeah. and they're pretty much operating on the honor system Dude. so it was like was uh i mean was, really why how are we operating on the honor system with this administration i mean that's a, isn't that like an oxymoron yeah. like the trump administration operating on the honor system i think the personal attacks once again were funny with mm-hmm. trump <laughs> Uh, but I think it was kind of like in bad taste. It's like, listen. Again, I think it was bad taste for both candidates. Yeah, though. It, was, it was like yeah. Biden is supposed to be the better man. And I say that with quotation. Mm-hmm. But it's like he's using language like shut up and stupid and, 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 and things of that nature. It's like that's how you that's how you address children. Yeah. And granted, while Trump is childish, he's mm. still the president of the United States. You sure. know, you you want to appear presidential. You want to be be calm and cool, collective in that situation. And I think he dropped that ball. Like the personal attacks from Trump, that's mm. to be expected. He's yeah. coming at your son. He's yeah. coming at you know. Think that's to be expected. Like you gotta be better. Uh-huh. And. I didn't see any personal. Would you think that Biden had any personal? No, nah, not him. More, it was more from Trump than Biden. Yeah, 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 I can see that too. But um, I already have my something I want to talk about the debate. But I, you got some notes. Oh no, nah, I, I thought the race topic was weak. I thought that section was very weak about how to improve race relations, how to help come together as a country. I think that was really weak. Um, I think that was, they just did it just to do it. Yeah, and um, I think I think the question should have been all town hall style. Now, what us. do you mean by that? Like coming like, from the people? Yes. I agree because it's like mm-hmm. there is speculation about how some of this could be scripted and also the notion of people having these questions ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And um, do you real quick, do you want to define what a dog whistle is? You can go. Go for it. Okay, I'm just gonna take a stab at it, but uh-huh. it's like for me, I think a dog whistle is like something that you're saying not necessarily covertly, mm-hmm. but it's addressed to your base. Mm-hmm. A dog whistle, like a literal dog whistle, like typically like only it's on a frequency only dogs can hear. <laughs> so <laughs> when you're using that analogy, it's like he's saying something in right there in broad day but only a certain people will hear it. This was a bit louder than the dog whistle, and I'm referring to stand back and stand by. And um, that was Trump's response to denouncing white supremacy. And it was shocking. It really was, particularly when uh, you start digging about the Proud Boys. Mm -hmm. I'm going to slide a clip in here. I started this gang called the Proud Boys. We 
will kill you. That's the Proud Boys in a nutshell. We will kill you. We look nice. We seem soft. We have boys in our name. But like Bill the Butcher and the Bowery Boys, we will assassinate you. Now, part of the reason I agree to do the talk is because I'm allowed to bring all my guys. And we can fight our way in and fight our way out. I think it's our job to do it. And the cops just turn a blind eye. If you're wearing a MAGA hat, as Sal is right now, Sal's in the studio, folks. Oh my god, it's Sal Sapola. Where are you from? On here. Why? You came, came a long way. If you're wearing a MAGA hat, and some guy with a slightly punk demeanor comes up to you and says, Hey, are you Sal or are you pro Trump? Choke him. Trust your instincts. Don't listen to what he has to say. Choke him. If I do a video where I say, how about we start throwing bricks? Is that legal? I, you can't call for violence on a specific person, but can you say they're throwing bricks? We should throw bricks. Can you call for violence generally? Because I am. Fighting solves everything. We need more violence from the Trump people. Trump supporters, choke a mother Choke a bitch. Choke a Get your fingers around the windpipe. I want violence. I want punching in the face. I'm disappointed in Trump supporters for not punching enough. Get a gun. Get ready to blow someone's head off. Uh, I've even killed people in my dreams. That's how awesome my gun is. Get in trouble. Get arrested. Get fired. Let's all get in this together. They can't kill us all. Dude, I got three tips, man. They'll go through at least three bodies. Oh, beautiful. Plop. <laughs> I love the way he falls on his ass. They said, you want to go? I said, yeah, I want to go. And I punched him in the face. And then Coulter emailed me later and she goes, conservatives never punched anyone in the face. Finally, yeah. things are turning around. And then Mouseberg goes, you're not advocating violence, are you? And I go, I absolutely am. It's a wonderful, effective thing. This is a war. Stand back and stand by. You have repeatedly we criticized the, the vice president for not specifically calling out Antifa and other left-wing extremist right. groups. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups sure. and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? Well, I, go would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. So what are you, what are you, you look, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. Say it. Do it. Say it. You want to call them? What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right supremacists and right boys, Stand back and stand by right about here when I do the editing and it's going to show all the violent and uh, rhetoric that the Proud Boys are talking about strangling people who are not against who are against Trump and uh, yeah. murdering and, and hurting American people yeah this is this is the Proud Boys and they're big fans of Trump and he told them to stand back and stand by so to me I interpret yeah. that as he just told this radical white nationalist group to await orders i can only interpret that maybe in the the event that trump loses the election these motherfuckers are going to mash up america like yeah. and or in in the in the attempt to help him retain office
It'll help him retain power. Because when is, um, so election is what, November, right? November 3rd, yeah. So let's just say we figure out. Everything's counted up within, what, that week? Or is it 24 hours? Yo, there's, no, they're saying, like, Trump has said it. Other mm. parties have said it. It could take months to yeah, figure this out with the yeah. whole mail-in ballot. Yeah. So it was like, that's plenty of time for these proud children mm-hmm. or whatever they're calling themselves like to, to to really fuck shit up is that what they're standing by for 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 orders i don't know but it has me concerned and yeah. it's like you had the opportunity on the world stage countless individuals all your supporters yeah. the whole freaking world was watching and that's that's what you do you tell them to wait well i i'll say i've heard arguments from the right and other uh trumpers that mm-hmm. he has denounced it multiple times so I've heard that too, but yeah. I've yet to see that. I've heard that rhetoric, but uh, I, I, maybe I'm just missing those. I think bites. he says it like in a kind of like, yeah, all right, I denounce them, blah blah blah, and keep it moving. My thing is put them on the terrorist list. Okay. Action. I'm tired of denouncing. Nah, put their ass on the terrorist list. That's how you settle that. You silence everybody. Like, oh shit, he actually did that. He can I do concur. it. I concur. So we know he does what he wants to do. Now so. let's run it back to uh, that stand back and stand by. Mm-hmm. The question was to denounce white supremacy. He said, stand back, stand by. And then mm-hmm. he deflected the attention to Antifa, yeah. who has nothing to do with white supremacy. So it's like, yeah, I get the, um, you know, yeah, he may have denounced it in the past, mm-hmm. but he had the world stage. Yeah. As I mentioned, I didn't watch any of the debates. If, that was the moment that everyone had eyes on him and he had a moment to say, matter of fact, I am going to put the Ku Klux Klan on the terrorist list. I am going to put the Proud Boys on this list yeah. or whatever, but you tell them to wait. It has gotten to the point where Amazon is like, yo, <laughs> they know what the dog whistle is. Amazon is like, oh, word, you guys are standing, stand back and stand by <laughs> merchandise. Amazon has banned that from their store because wow. they know what it's about. Yeah. They know what it's about. It ain't like, oh, no, it, 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 he, he was just denouncing it. He didn't know how to do it. They know what it's about. But I think that is one of the biggest threats to America right now yeah. is uh, this, this, the interpretation of, of, uh, of his rhetoric. Yeah. Um, let me see. I mean, we're covering most of it. It was, like I said, they're both trolls. Um, this is why we need <laughs> online voting. And you know why I bring this up, right? What's up? At the end, Biden was like, go online to register to vote to get your ballots. So I'm like, we're already doing shit online. Why not put the process there? Yes. The biggest... Blockchain, all that good stuff. Yo, it's like... It's right there in front of everybody's face. And but he's it... trying to bring up the Russian thing. It's like, come on, man. We already, we did the census via... Uh, online you're absolutely right but it's like let's just let's, let's be historic right okay has I, I i dare say that cheating and tampering with the votes has occurred since the history of voting mm-hmm. and maybe perhaps it's like the fair of an unfair advantage of of, of online like maybe that levels of playing field and maybe that's why people don't i don't know but like that's both all- sides are cheating both yeah, sides yeah. are cheating, man. Like, like the one thing I can say about Democrats is they want you to vote no matter what. Yes. 
But one thing I said by Republicans, it seems that it appears that they do the gerrymandering. They do most of that slick shit. So I'm kind of like, but if I bring this up, if your party's better, you should want everybody to vote. If you believe your mm. ideals and policies and how y'all roll are better, you should want everybody to be able to vote. Why would you hinder opportunities for votes? And again, this online voting thing would be such so easy. It, it, it would be easy. Keep the paper votes for uh, you know backup contingency, oh, right? Absolutely. Then we we bring this up and upgrade America policy for the future, right? Cool. Amazon, check that out, please. Um, oh, so let me let me segue to this real quick. All right. So I got I've been getting like political uh, texts from volunteers from the body campaign. I that. <laughs> I like your response. <laughs> so. Um, Full disclosure, like I try to do the mail-in ballot. Uh, will I be home to vote? I probably miscalculated that based on my job. No doubt, no. Um, but the only people that sent the mail-in ballot were the Democrats, right? Yeah. So I kind of was forced into going through them to get the ballot. So anyway, I get a response from I, I'm taking this a female from South Florida. And we go back and forth, and she's like, oh, well, what would make you vote for Biden or whatever? I was like, no, I'm voting for Cameron Ra because he has the policies I'm looking for. And I also plug Cam's book, like, yo, check this out. Pass it on to your superiors. I, mean, I, I mentioned the contract of Black America has things I wanted, and I mentioned reparations, cash payments. Like, we not bullshit. So I said, if they can do that shit, we rolling. We rocking with something. So she was very polite and everything. It was a very cool, cordial situation. And but she, she has to log that data. Yeah. They have to take that in there. Yeah. At the same time, if all we can do is pass on ideas to higher ups and they do this in office, that's what that's all we really want at the end of the day. And right? that's that's opposed to what people really want. You gotta think, like sometimes they don't really they talk to constituents that they really don't listen, mm -hmm. I think. Um, and then we ended very cordial. And I laughed because I'm like, well, she asked and she tried to be optimistic. Obviously she's volunteering for the Biden Harris campaign. She's like, well, hopefully this, I was like, yeah, only time will tell because <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. Like they haven't really impressed me. I mean, you, you know, Pence and Trump were like creepy, but well, Pence is creepy. I'm put that that way. He's creepy, that one. Yes, and then there's that and yeah. he's the, Flipping it back to the president has COVID. Yeah. And the unlikely event of his untimely demise. Yeah. That's who takes power. Which we don't want him to die because we want him to finish his damn election. We really see do. how this plays out. And um, <laughs> here's the thing it's like, you see the memes going around yeah. and everyone's wishing oh, the death. Been, the joke's been funny, though. Not the, oh, I, I'm not going to lie, I cracked a smile. But it's just like, if it can affect the president of the United States, or in your case, the people who are wishing death on him. It could very well kill you or someone you love. So let's not, let's avoid doing that. Yeah. You know, and as we said, it's, I would very much like him to, to see how this resolves and to get some further clarity on uh, stand back and stand by. And, and letting that ride. And also consider, this is, remember, you said every great crisis is something. You always had the same. Oh, there's the opportunities. Yeah. yeah, there's a. You, so, what? Vaccine testing? You can be the guinea pig for that, possibly, or at least quote unquote. Yeah. But um, there's they're saying that I, there's that other meme too. Like, would he use this opportunity to say, "Oh, 
I took hydrochlorofuck or yeah. whatever, and I feel wonderful. Here, everybody, buy it for a million dollars a pop. Like, yeah, it's an opportunity to, to do that. But here's another opportunity that lies in there. The okay. opportunity for the sympathy vote. Like, yeah. oh, the president has COVID. Like, yeah, oh yeah, his base is going like, ride for him. It, his base is going to ride, and people have sympathy, but typically you want a healthy leader. So, like, when you're, yeah. what is he, 70, what? Four. 74. I think he's actually, to be honest, though, to give him this credit, he's mm-hmm. been one of the healthiest presidents, believe it or not. At oh. least what they report. It's hard to tell with this administration was to be honest, true or not. But I remember initially when he got elected, he was considered one of the healthiest presidents. Really? Yeah. I declined because it was like George Bush, um... Not senior, but George W. Bush. Was he like, considered pretty healthy? I know. No, I know no, Trump I know was. he logged. I know there are. Uh, he ran. Mm-hmm. Like I've heard that. I'm not too sure how Obama. Yeah, I wasn't was. sure. He seemed pretty active. And I, I mean, uh, Obama looks built like he's he's active. Mm-hmm. But um, Trump, as far as like weight and obesity, I heard that is something he deals with. It's, yeah, it's weird. It's like yo, he's. I guess what what matters at his age, mm-hmm. like cholesterol, like blood he's pressure. A, he's a fan of McDonald's. Like, he's vegetable. Like, uh, <laughs> All right, Ryan what? says, hold on. What happens if he dies? Does it become a Pence presidential? It would probably make the most sense because it would probably be difficult to. Uh, and, and what's that, what's good on the way ride, but it'll, it'll probably make the most sense because yeah. they would have to groom or put somebody else in last. Then yeah. that would be difficult. It'd probably be easier to bump Pence up and then get a different VP. Yeah. But, oh, you said, oh, Ross said <laughs> Trump claimed to be the healthiest. I'm just saying with reports, I remember seeing it back when he first was elected. So, because that comes out when they are first elected. Um, but we mentioned you know, before, like, that should be not a requirement, but, you know, uh, yeah. PT sets. Yeah, man, mental uh, health. Mental health. Evaluation, yeah. too, yeah, yeah. Um, what else we got? Let's see here. Oh, rest in power uh, to Bob Gibson. He's one of the greatest black pitchers. Thanks. Um, read some stats real quick. Yeah, I'm jumping up. My bad. This is uh, a remix. Um, you're probably going to hear my voice but not see me. I got to read this. All right, he was a pitcher. He played 17 seasons in Major League Baseball with the St. Louis Cardinals. He was nicknamed Gibby and Hoot. Uh, he tallied 251 wins, 3,117 strikeouts, and earned 2.91 earned run average during his career. Sweet. Nine-time All-Star, two-time World Series champion, won two side Young Awards, and the... 1968 National League, the most valuable player award. So he was a beast, and I heard he was pitching like till he was old. Like he was one of the oldest pitchers, but he was just excellent. That's what's up. Um, what else we got here? Rest in peace, pal. You know it. All right. I had this theory. I think generations. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, I think generations should take over government. And this is what I mean. Mm. I presented this theory to somebody. I was looking at debate and I was like, yo, these are the silent generation running our country. 
which is before baby boom. What do you mean that it's the silent funeral? Like Trump, not Trump, uh, I think Trump, between Trump and Biden's age group, mm -hmm. I don't think they're necessarily boomers. They're the generation before them. They're called the silent generation. Yeah, interesting. Okay, that makes sense. Anyway, too old to have a touch. I was saying what we need is the Gen X being the OGs, mm -hmm. millennials running shit, and then Gen Z because they got the youth, the energy, all that. Like we're in between, and then the Gen X are like the OGs for us. I would like to see that how that would work with the timeline. But you know, it's like with enough time, because you know the the age requirements for presidency is thirty five. Yeah. Would enough time elapse between each generation for them to catch up? I don't know, but I just I just know looking at all the candidates, I was thinking about the Democratic race. Yeah. And I'm like, you had Yang, who's in his 40s, I mm -hmm. think, which is young. Cory Booker, which is pretty young. Yeah, I was saying, he 40s. might be 40s. Castro was Tulsi. probably in his 30s. Yeah. Tulsi's in their 30s. 30s. Which is like our age. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else um, that was young in that race. There was um, other people that were very How old was Beto? Who? Beto. Yeah, I think he was in his. 30s maybe early 40s yeah yeah i was gonna say he's relatively young and um i agree with you on that because it's like i mentioned this before like we are a society that's ruled by the elderly yeah and it's like there are a lot of older people that age that i wouldn't want them to run a lemonade stand let alone, <laughs> uh, let alone the, the country you know and it's like as technology is advancing you see how we set this up. We made this work. Yeah. We adapt. We're using technology and stuff like that. There are older generations who, who I don't think they're as flexible. Yeah, and, I, and I'm not even knocking. It's some old people is with it. Oh no, don't. But very few. And you got to look at policies in the future. Like it's time to just let the youth take over. But I don't know what it'll take for us to get to that point. To be honest, this election. You think so? <laughs> I don't want to say this is a pivotal moment. Well, it is. We know it But is. it's like, when you really look at what's going on in, in, in the world right now, mm -hmm. and it's just like, you, you did you see the meme where it's like, uh, you have the Kunte cloth, Kente cloth. Yeah, 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 I saw uh, it. Good <laughs> KKK member, uh, and then you have the, the white KKK member, and it's just like, that's how we feel it. You know, because there's both. There's, yeah, it's there's, refined there's racism, on. and then it's outright, like, I would say negligent racism for Trump. Yeah. Because he doesn't, he, he'll say little stuff, but he's very tactical on how he says it. I've watched a lot of his stuff, and he'll say it without saying it, dog whistling, you know what I'm saying? But he don't necessarily condemn shit enough, or he will. I don't know. He he does it very smooth. And then Biden is old school racist. Like again, it's just it's like this refined uh, establishment. But when you're digging up Biden's past, and you're one, you're seeing um, he did a eulogy for a former KKK leader <laughs> who was also a senator. And this is just like it was accepted back then. Like, yup, he's in the KKK and he's a senator. Like. And we want to we want to look past that, but to answer your question, like mm -hmm. when you're really evaluating your choices, and it's like when you look the reality of it, people who are voting Biden aren't because yo know, he's just so charismatic and his yeah. vision for the future is like amazing. No, it's just like 
Yeah, that's Richard. And, um, and I think, if I remember correctly, um, Biden is really the only one that's really passed racist laws for the mm. most part. The crime bill. The like crime bill again. Yeah, I think I don't think Trump has really passed that. If I remember correctly, I know shit's been fucked up like at the border with immigration. Mm -hmm. I know like stuff like that, like the ice shit for. Um, what do you call it? Uh, sanctuary cities. Like yeah, no, he was against the that. The travel ban, the Muslim ban, the like stuff like that. And the pushback on the sanctuary cities is just like, <clears throat> I'm. I was shocked to learn that was a thing. Like, um, what to learn about what a sanctuary city is, and, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm like, wow, I'm like, I'm surprised it's even legal in, in America. Like, with these um, the so lenient laws on immigration and stuff. Yeah. But I, I agree with you to an extent on there. My mm -hmm. thing is, like, when you're president of the United States, you're the commander-in-chief. <laughs> mm -hmm. That applies to the military, but to some extent, I dare say it applies to law enforcement. So if he gives orders down, if he dictates orders down the chain of command, yeah, he could really curb. He has the power to curb the way uh, law enforcement is going, and yeah. he seems to have a vision that is not going in a direction that is, um, what's the best way to say it? The, his vision seems to be, okay, more, more militarized police mm -hmm. rather than civil police. I like the direction of, you call 911, the cop is just a security. You should be going there. It should be like some sort of um, social worker mm -hmm. going to a domestic dispute, and the cop is just a security. He shouldn't be asking any questions. He shouldn't be, yo, he should just be supervising or just there for the security. I think that's that would be my direction of yeah. where I think law enforcement should go. Not, we must have them super cops so no one can resist and everyone must mm -hmm. comply. Law and order! <laughs> well, that seems to be the direction where with that administration is going. Uh, let's see. Okay, Ryan said Obama did a travel ban too. Trump doesn't have that power. Cops are state officials, not federal. He doesn't have what power? Um, I guess as far as civilian police, I think that's what Ryan's talking about. Uh, I, I dare say he has some influence. We'll say influence over necessarily power. Yeah, yeah, get over into legal a beef power. With the state's rights and all that. So yeah, I will agree with you on Ryan, on that, Ryan. As far as like legal power, he can't say, "Yo, NYPD, stop choking people" or something like that. You're, I agree with you on that. But if he requested it, or you know, he has the policy to softly shape. He, yeah. I'm sorry, he has the power to softly shape policy. Basically, if he ended qualified immunity, ban that nationwide, mm. that's power. That or, changes all, that changes policing nationwide. Like, like or this. implemented a nationwide federal use of force model mm. where every cop in every city is using force the same way. And like clearly emphasize having that training and emphasizing that there are tears non-violent verbal tears non-violent ways of settling things yeah. than directly using the firearm i think if that was mandated streamlined across the board that would really help uh how law enforcement is going in america because i'm gonna be real with you another four years of this you see where the trend is black lives matter is pissed yeah and then these uh these white uh right wing mm -hmm. white 
Nationals, quite a, uh, a yeah, mouthful there. They're getting pissed and they're getting armed up too. Another four years of this. They're saying large civil unrest akin to civil war. Okay, let's let's play out both scenarios. Really. Okay. All right. Biden wins. What do you think America looks like? <laughs> okay. Biden wins. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I have a hunch. Okay. That we're going to see a surge in coronavirus cases. Mm-hmm. And this is only going to mean more masks. Meaning masks like not just where you're going in. Probably just masks walking around the street. That's going to be a federal mandate. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised with that. And then we're going to hear more talk about this forced vaccination. Mm-hmm. Just so we can reopen the economy. But you see that the Democrats are leaning more towards this socialist trend. Mm-hmm. And I think crippling the economy that allows people to depend more on government. And when you depend more on government with stimuluses and Mm -hmm. entitlements and things of that nature, you become weak and they can impose more laws and and, uh, more control on the people. That's where I I see it going with Biden. But at the same time, we must take into consideration that Kamala Harris was a prosecutor, like a prosecutor. Her she spent years of her career putting people behind bars. Mm-hmm. And as uh, you mentioned before, like Biden's legacy is like, what was it, the 91 or 94, 94 crime bill. bill? And then just if you go look at C SPAN, like just certain events or whatever, mm-hmm. he just. But I'm going to say one more thing on that. He shit. said, man, racist shit. Yeah, yeah man, we clips of that. But here's the thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, he said something about like when they're talking about integrating in schools and how mm-hmm. it become racial jungles yeah. and stuff like you got sound bites all that stuff but yeah. the thing is with the 94 crime bill i have to do my due diligence but i've read something that said that incarceration for black males went up like a thousand percent yeah 100 percent means you're doubling up you doubled your money you get a hundred percent return on investment one thousand means like what is that 10 yeah it's yeah, 10, 10 times yeah. what it was that's insane. And something about history not repeating itself, but rhyming. I could see a 2021 crime bill coming uh, out because, but hold on, particularly because he's going with the guys of this, yeah, Black Lives Matter and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, these Black Lives got out of control. We need to put them back in their cages and yeah. shit. But I don't know, man, it could go any way. But uh-huh. that's my thought on, on, on Biden. What do you think uh-huh. from that scenario? I think it'll kind of be a, how should I put it, like a pacifier on what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like everybody will kind of relax if they got in. And it'll kind of go back to the status quo. And it could be kind of. Status quo is how? Like, as in, because this Corona thing ain't going to change under Biden. Yeah, that's what I'm curious to see. Like, and then with Trump, at least, I kind of feel like it, at least I know what you get, but I also feel like a uh, air of desperation if he gets in. Like, he's kind of empowered to do anything, but, like, he's also desperate because he knows his time is limited. It's a well, weird another dynamic. four years? Yeah, I don't another know. Another four years, I think he could get Putin's status. America could, America could drastically change with another four years oh, no, of what's going on. And particularly because the weird state we're in now. Yeah, we are in a weird state. Oh, Naja, SW, what's up, girl? Um, all right, Ryan said we need to take a look at the Constitution. What laws can federally force on, no, can federal force on states? Um, 
Oh yeah, I totally agree. Like, yeah. um, it, it's uh, it's I don't believe the the president can do that. Yeah. Unless oh well, hold on. Let's let's hold that thought. Cause okay, when you have the if there's a national emergency, mm-hmm. and if the state invites fed the feds in, yeah, then they can do they can do a lot. And some states have done that already as we mentioned with operation legend and these super cops being deployed uh, across the nation but typically you're you're right like the feds can't push too much down on on local and state yeah so thank you for uh for for checking that uh and then he said masks are a good thing that's what they're doing in taiwan Mm -hmm. they've been doing that in korea zero cases but taiwan is this big Mm -hmm. it's like the size of rhode island like People got to consider that America, we're used to so much freedom mm-hmm. and we're armed, unlike <laughs> a lot of these other countries. Like, if it got too extreme, people would revolt. Like, you got to understand that. And we've come close to seeing that in Michigan, where they're like, you got motherfuckers that are armed to the teeth because they can't go to Denny's. Yeah. They're like, bring back holding their, like, fully uh, semi-automatic shotguns with magazines and AR-15s, like, we want to go to Denny's. Yeah. We over here getting, uh, you know, murdered by police. They're kneeling on our necks in, you know, broad daylight, and we're peacefully protesting. But you're right, people will revolt. If, yeah, uh, like, that's the thing people don't realize outside of America is, like, it's a lot different. Um, I'm not saying we can't handle it to where we can get a better control of it. But I mean, if you really look at the numbers, mm-hmm. yeah, people are stupid. <laughs> we look at the numbers, I think it said out of, so what is it, six billion people on earth, something like that? Six, seven, and uh, I think it's going, we're trending towards eight. So they said out of Corona cases, I, I saw a graphic and I'm probably a little off, but only really like a million people have died. Like yeah, roughly two million I, people have that. died from Corona. So, and then you put that in perspective in the U.S., only what, 200 and something thousand out of what, 300 and maybe 80 million? Yeah. So, so it's like when you're looking at the fatality rates, again, it's not that bad. And people with their, uh, all you negative people with your wishful thinking of the president's you know, demise, like the virus is, this recovery rate is actually pretty high. It's yeah. like what, 97 percent sure. And I could, I'm probably off of those metrics. It's Definitely high. Google all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you do diligence? So we kind of going off the dome with some True of True indeed. Stuff. But it's like uh, the recovery rate seems to be pretty high. Yeah. When, as you mentioned, the global population is like seven over million. 7 billion and only a million people have died. Like, I hate to say that, but it's like a drop in the bucket compared to I think the flu was killing more people like between cancer car accidents uh alcohol shit mm-hmm. opioids like you got all these other factors but yeah again, two percent yeah fatality rate again yeah. it's like because it's an election year and it's a relatively and I don't even want to say it's a relatively new virus hence the name COVID-19 yeah. <laughs> it's not there's other co- strains of COVID there's, yeah there's uh or the coronavirus there's uh one that affects cows Is particularly yeah. I don't know. and yeah there's other strains of COVID I know, so I remember somebody showed me on the, I seen it on IG or something mm-hmm. like they had COVID on back of Lysol it's been there for years obviously yeah, so COVID's been around, but I don't know, maybe a new mutation or... Uh, you're, you're talking about like they're saying like it kills COVID? Yeah, like Lysol, like you spray, like it uh... says will kill X, Y, and Z, like strep, uh, 
strep, whatever, all these different viruses. It had COVID in there. So then, yeah, as you mentioned, that's, it's been around for a while. Why is it like, um, why are, how has it shut down the economy? It's beyond it. And you gotta think, like, in a, in a weird way too, it's boomed another economy, mainly towards- The healthcare? Yeah, hygiene and healthcare and so stuff like that. So that's a fun that. fact too. Like when you look at our GDP, that's our gross domestic product, is a large percentage of it comes from healthcare. Mm. So when you think about it, the, the, un, the more unhealthy Americans are, the more money we <laughs> Appreciate need. it. You say we need to upgrade this shit ASAP. No doubt. <laughs> I appreciate you, Ryan. It's, 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 you're right that this industry is booming now. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, and I don't see it going away now because now that we got exposed with the uh, supply chain, hmm. now you see hand sanitizer everywhere. You see masks everywhere. Like almost other businesses, I think, what did I see? Suave, like they do shampoo and yeah. shit. They do fucking hand sanitizer now. So let me ask you this. That's a silver lining. Okay. Has COVID better prepped us for the zombie apocalypse? Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. on this on the price side, yeah. I'd rather deal with COVID than to deal with zombies. Oh, yeah. COVID has, I would dare say, has prepared us a little bit for the unlikely event itself. So. so Ryan mentioned COVID is not the old corona, it's mutated. So I guess, yeah, that's kind of- I do of believe it's mutated with SARS. He yes. said like it has uh, some characteristics of SARS-2 mm. or, or something along those lines. But again, it's, um, you gotta take precautions. We got data. This will help. I'm just saying, I'm glad this is COVID mm-hmm. and not the boot, not the boot on the plate. What's the one where it liquefies your organs? And Botulism? Now it's Ebola. Oh, okay. Which they did have outbreaks of that. Yeah. You know, uh, I think there that was one. That got contained pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. During the Obama administration. It was that, what was it, that, uh, uh, they had two things. Swine flu? Swine flu, yeah. Yeah, I was flying, yeah. uh, I was in Thailand. I'm like, yeah. oh, the five stars are 90, five star hotels are 90% off? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> traveling all over Asia. <laughs> uh, what else we got? Let's see. Yo, did you notice Facebook asked for voter registration? Yeah. I and that. I thought about this. Well, they've got so much heat for censoring right, mm-hmm. the right, and other political things. But I found it interesting. Posted these ads for voting, like registering online, all that. I think it's kind of covering ads because they know it's like Facebook has what over a billion daily users. We yeah. mentioned there's over seven hundred. Uh, I'm not seven hundred. Over seven seven, seven billion people, and Facebook gets one out of seven people. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's a really great place to reach people. Yeah. I think it's, it's a great idea because here's the thing. Zuck has skin in the game, too. Mm-hmm. You know, this election can make or break things for him. Now, who is he? Well, you said they're censoring the right, so you can assume that he's... I think in, I think they censor the right, and they also censor, like, um, black... I, I'm hearing for a lot of advocates of black empowerment and stuff, like, they censor them, too. Interesting. It's historical. When we present historical facts and, like, stuff like that, I hear a lot of people get censored. Or... Say we show, not saying I advocate for this, but show when black people are beating up white people, they censor that. But when black people are getting harmed or mm-hmm. something like that, that circulates forever. So because I've seen stuff like that. If you had to take a guess on his political stance, where would you say he's in? I would say Democratic, but I would say 
he probably has some kind of like everybody everybody's a spectrum anyway but mm-hmm. i would say he probably leans more democratic but probably got some republican shit about him we don't know about wouldn't be surprised yeah but yeah i like how you put that analogy of a spectrum no one is like chris rock said that too yeah he's like no one is just one thing you know everyone has a little bit of a Oh, Ryan said Zuckers that. for Zuckerberg. He said, bro, we need to be more Zuckers prepared for, for zombies. There are more guns out there. But the price of ammo is crazy. <laughs> Yo, no doubt. The price of bullets is trending towards a dollar for certain calibers. Like, 88 cents a round. It's like, I, I, I take my dear lady to, to the range and it's just mm. like... Baby, uh, are we gonna eat today or are we gonna bust some, some, some bullets? Because, like, 30 rounds, 30 rounds, is, you know, it, yeah, it, it adds up. up. But at the same time, more than ever, we need to be training. We, we, we really need to be training. Um, all for black gun ownership, like, yeah, go out and get some. Definitely. I want to get more tactical, do more tactical training. Me and Ryan, we're gonna probably get on that at some point. That's um, what's up. Uh, he says Zuckerberg for Zuckerberg. Yeah, he's basically True. a tyrant. Yeah, he's a tech tyrant. But here's but here's my thing on that, and we mentioned before, uh, Ryan. I want to get you back on the show. We had such an awesome conversation, but we need to get we're gonna hit that technical side. But people can put their bias, their beliefs. Mm-hmm. They can code those into yeah, exactly. artificial intelligence and robots. Yeah, you know, and uh, so yeah, maybe I I, I want to. I'm black curious robots more. Matter. I'm gotta, curious about that. that out. <laughs> yeah, we need more of a, we need more black tech straight up yeah, now. Yeah, because it, it definitely excludes us um, and targets us. You remember we were talking about smart dogs? Yeah. Yeah, like I'm sure it's gonna target us. Racist killer robots. Yeah. Because I'm right. I'm still writing my my novel, The Eye Atop the Pyramid. But mm-hmm. all this wild stuff, I want to put it in there, if only to like warn the people through fiction, but. These possibilities exist. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, yeah, we're knocking these socks. Yeah, we are. Okay, we'll save the special part of the '83 last. No doubt, no doubt. Close on that. Um, let's see. We had. Have you heard of the term swatting? Swatting meaning uh, I, in what context? Okay. I'm gonna read this off so y'all bear with me. Okay. Um, police charges to a black student's dorm at 3 a.m. with guns drawn after she is falsely accused of threatening white women. Oh, that type of swatting. Yeah. Yes. So before we go too deep into it, I've heard you, you familiar with online gamers playing Call of Duty and stuff like that? Yeah. People who get so pissed off at gamers, mm-hmm. they will call in bomb threats. On yeah. that. And then the SWAT will kick down their door and do all this crazy shit. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's over, usually a prank. I'm like, on, over games? on black folks. Yeah, like they call police and call in like threats and stuff like well, that. Well, yeah, that's unacceptable. Yeah. Particularly what happened to her. And it's going to result, and I'm sure it probably has already resulted in a loss of life. But mm-hmm. that's. That's that's unacceptable, bro. Yeah, uh, it's just unfortunate. We still gotta deal with this. Like, um, it's twenty twenty. We shouldn't have to deal with half this shit. But again, it's like there should be some circumstances prior to breaching private homes. You need some confirmation. Absolutely. And it's just it's just thinking that you can just charge into some people's homes. Like it's gonna backfire either on the person who lives there or the officers making entry. But um. 
Yeah, that, that's 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 unacceptable. How that's even uh, like for the gaming thing? I'm like, yeah. who does that? Like over or something so petty like that? Like, yeah, I, I get it. You got killed in real life, but you're gonna put someone in. No, he's not a fantasy. I'm sorry, you got killed in. <laughs> you got killed in the video game, but you're gonna put someone in harm's way. Have somebody with, with guns and stuff in yeah. real life? Yeah, like that's yeah. that's mind blowing, man. Uh, Ryan says, yo, Zuckerberg can trap people who aren't even on Facebook in digital capacity is crazy. Yeah, because he got Instagram, WhatsApp as well. So that widened his net once he acquired those. But I I agree with you on on that, Ryan, because there's also external data sources Mm -hmm. outside of Facebook. Because Facebook's bread and butter is their advertisement. Absolutely. So they got to get data from other sources so they know what to sell you. I'm not too sure on how that algorithm works, but it's something worth investigating. Let's talk about this. I think we talked about it. Okay. So Ryan mentioned the Fourth Amendment, but the Fourth Amendment is pretty vague. It is. A lot of these amendments are very vague, and that's what we were And she said we need to rewrite it and add yeah. some clarity. Absolutely. We were talking about a technological uh, bill of rights yes. for technology. like. CI robot, for an example, how the robots had laws and shit. Yeah. It was like a law, they can't do this or whatever. Well, those were, I guess those were like hard coded into like their logic. Like yeah, their, yeah. Their mental thing, like they can't hurt humans and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree with that. We need one for technology, yeah. for our privacy on technology. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and also we need to regulate the AI before they build Skynet. Because <laughs> yeah. after that, you can't be like, the senators all be like, Bad sky, not shut down. Sky's gonna be like, what? Like, unleash the nukes. Oh, see the movie Stealth. That's Stealth another example of that. Stealth um, is built. Where the AI takes over. It's old, older movie, but. Jamie Foxx, yeah, it's yeah. a wonderful film. Um, so Ryan said, you don't have to be on social media. Yeah, that goes back to Cam's point, is like, they use all other metrics and analytics outside of social media to get the information. It can track you based on solely on pictures. Yeah, we are. Yes, you're, you're absolutely right. And then geotagging and all that shit. And it's just getting the technology is getting more um, efficient and widely available. Yeah, as well and cheaper. Um, Moore's law in effect. Yeah. Let's see what else you got here. Excuse me for the getting up. You're making the deal to do. Yo, either way with the little. Um, this episode is dope, man, with the multiple angles and we yeah. got the, you know, and the fact that we're in person together, it's, it's really blessing, man. Um, let's see. Did you hear about this? What? I'm surprised. What's up? Drones that uh, disinfect for Corona. Uh, yeah, that I heard about that in China. India. So I guess. Okay. And the NFL was talking about using that in one of their games. No, um, no, no, absolutely no. <laughs> It's so, called Adam Drones, a subsidiary of Adam Aviation Company, announces indoor drone for disinfecting large indoor areas. So, the indoor drone can be used to kill coronavirus. 99% of bacteria within two, three minutes of spread. And it also, it also can be injected with like an aerosol virus and be used by right. So, like, Tom Clancy was cool. I need to dig in more on his background. I know he worked with it has a lot of military and intelligence like but he has intel oh shit but reading his novels mm-hmm. and then also being in the military and having spook friends and stuff too is like it gave me some really weird a lot of insight mm-hmm. but 
novels that he wrote 20, 30 years ago, they mentioned about aerosol, ant weaponizing, an aerosol mm. version of anthrax. Yeah. And then I do believe the plot was they sprayed it at the Olympics. It might have been another virus. They put in the aerosol, they sprayed mm. it at the Olympics. You know, people from all around the world come there and then they go back to their homes yeah. and they spread it. But mm. um, Especially if it has an incubation period of like, say, seven to ten days. Yeah. That's perfect. This is corona, coronavirus. And there's that mention in Wuhan. That was in the... In a, in a book too, a Dean Koontz novel. And then I'm kind of struggling with the fact that I'm hearing it's biological from both sides. Like what do you Corona mean? is like biologically like weaponized. It was a weapon that got out intentionally. But then I'm hearing like it's a, so conflicting. Like the Chinese are like, yo, that's a biological weapon. We're like, nah, it came from them. It's the it's, truth somewhere in the middle. The truth is somewhere in the middle. But one thing that is blatantly obvious is 2020, and it's an election year, mm -hmm. and it's going to be used. Uh, it's going to be leveraged. Okay, so Ryan put up the fourth: the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures should not be violated, and no warrant shall issue, but be upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Key part of that is probable cause. You know how Absolutely. vague that is? And it's like- Very vague. It's one thing, yeah, you got a, someone, you got a judge saying, okay, that's cool, but what was a, there's another program we discussed the Patriot at and we discussed yeah. a lot of other things too. Oh, and there's man. one that they're saying it was, it was coming like a rubber stamp. Yeah. Where like the judges, was it a FISA? It might have been FISA order? court. More or less it was like, agents would go in, hey, we need this, cool, stamp it, do what, you, do what you gotta do. And um, I, I, again, I emphasize, I think the only reason you should be going into someone's house is like, you hear someone getting murdered, you really believe someone's getting murdered, you have evidence that there are hostages or, you know, in a particular incident with those children, or you have credible intelligence that there are nuclear, biological, chemical weapons yeah. being uh, produced or stored there. Yeah. And uh, beyond that, you have no business entering. Uh, so Ryan says, once you have a witness, they can search your spot. So SWAT is just doing their job. It isn't a violation of the. A witness. Right. So you're telling me that eyewitness is that is the most, the least credible evidence is, is eyewitness testimony. It's not good enough. We need to revise those laws. Yeah. Uh, so person comes out as a witness, keyword, affirmation. But like I said, keyword is probable cause. Um, we need to tweak that in the laws. Yeah, I think so too. That's how these police are getting away with these shootings. Is unreasonable, what is it? Uh, reasonable objectiveness or something like that. Is that uh, yeah, that's where reasonable objectiveness, uh, reasonable objectiveness or is it objective reasonableness? It's something like <laughs> was, that. But it's, it, was, it was drafted by the Supreme Court to protect law enforcement officers because they have to make split the second, uh, split second decisions. And it's like, it's, they don't want to, uh, how you say Monday morning quarterback it. Yeah, you have they don't to take want to that them, yeah. You have to take that into consideration. But um, that's one thing. But again, we, we, we need to streamline these, these laws because it, it seems like these amendment rights are just getting trampled on. Um, Kansas said, credible source. 
Um, so I guess you're talking about like that that scenario with the swatting, like mm -hmm. somebody called in on the girl saying that she was a threat or whatever. But how do you do what is credible? Who must must they have a degree? Must they be an outright citizen? Or can my racist neighbors be like, oh, like that nigga's in there cooking plutonium and they can kick my door down? Yeah. Well, what, like, what is what is credible? Um, it's interesting. It's very, it's very uh, slick, man. It's not. People don't realize, like, once you can be deemed a terrorist like this, oh, yeah. all your rights are gone. Like, people don't realize that Constitution is very flexible. It really is, and that's why I'm like, I'm kind of like when we're doing our show and I find myself deterred, I'm dancing on, on, on thin ice. <laughs> You're like, well, I can't say that, can't say this, but yo, again, as I mentioned, that clip that I'm gonna put in the front about those Proud Boys, the things that he was inciting, how they are not a terrorist organization, they are inciting violence yeah. and political violence at that. It's beyond me, but not, don't worry. The president told them to stand back and stand by. Okay, he's sorry, asking have... what you, I'm asking what credible source is he said. I'm sorry, what credible source is it? I'm asking you what credible source is Oh, he's asking a definition of credible source, I think. Oh, um. I think that's what you're asking, Ryan. I don't, yeah. I can't define that. Like, I don't think it should be based, I don't think it should be based on any type of credible sources. It should be, um, I would accept if I were a judge, I would accept video evidence of, I don't know, some sort of transaction, some sort of- Right, uh, you bring up an interesting point because that's very broad too, credible source. It is. Because I'm thinking about journalism, like I got a credible source, X, Y, and Z is happening. Or when you do report a crime, hey, I see these people setting up, it looks like they're about to set up to do a robbery or something like that. And again, it's that perception. We got a question from, uh, from my lady. First What's up? lady. What's up, first lady? Well, first of all, you got to think that the Constitution was written 100 years before electricity. Yeah, we were talking about that. <laughs> the last week. Yeah, you guys said that, yeah. Um, but, and then I can call and be like, yeah, I see two guys outside my window. But they were robbing stuff. I could just, you know, just. And like I totally crowd. agree, and I said, like, if, if if people are weaponized, but people have done that, and yeah, you okay, got these uh these quote that's, unquote that's quote unquote Karens out there, where you are using the law to the using law enforcement to harass and people. They get a degree of credibility. Yes, exactly. So to answer your question, Ryan, <laughs> you just have to be an old white lady, and then you can uh, the police will do whatever you want. And I'm being facetious. Because <laughs> there's someone out there who's going to take me literal. <laughs> Alright, what else we got? Um, what was this thing about a former cop slash lawyer tampered with evidence? Texas sheriff. Um, let me get this right. Formally charged, indicted on evidence tampering charges in the Javier Ambler's death, a black man who died during an arrest. I skimmed over that and I saw the headline, and unfortunately, because yeah. we're doing our, uh, we have all our screens in use, I can't bring that yeah, up. Yeah, it's all good. We'll just talk about but, that. But, um, I'll just say what it is. Like, it's there. Like, our whole legal system is, it's built by humans, it's run by humans, hence it is prone to human error. 
and uh, human biases and, and human tampering. So it is our duty, Upgrade America, to figure out how we can utilize technology and, and, and anything yeah. to make sure that people get justice and, and we have a system that really works for the people. Because when I hear things like that, it just really pisses me off. Yeah. Man. It pisses me off. It's like, if you are a cop and you are breaking the law to convict someone, yeah. you are a fucking criminal. Yeah, like, much. arrest yourself or something. <laughs> but like, this is, it, it pisses me off. What, can, what else can I say? But um, yeah, this is our duty. And if anyone has any bright ideas how we can do this, like by all means i have a spot on my uh my Peace administration for you yo <laughs> man all right i'll but, leave that i'll leave that like that all that right. was uh yeah that was dope for for the id segment oh yeah but um yeah again man it's like that has me slightly perturbed and we keep seeing stories of this but the sad part is we're only hearing about the people who got caught yeah. We're not hearing about countless people right. who have gotten, um, gotten uh, away with it. And yeah, I believe in karma. But at the same time, there Actually, are people... Enough, sometimes it's not fast and sometimes it doesn't affect you like, oh, well, if he killed a bunch of people, he's going to get killed. No, it doesn't always work like that. But again, it's not my job to regulate karma. Yeah. But it is my job to, uh, or duty as a citizen to spot injustices and do what's in within my scope and power to rectify them mm -hmm. and if it's brainstorming and with up with ideas that the fbi can you know route to the president because they're surveilling our show then that's that's all i can do i mean based on our legal system we had the power to change all this shit, innovate i want to get away from using reform i want to say innovate i like that too um a lot of like, even just to give you an example, the care and stuff, like when they call and they get in trouble and fines and all, that's already on the books. Lynching is already on the books as a federal crime. What do you mean? It's uh, it's already on the books. Like basically if you call in a false report on somebody or whatever, yeah. like you get a fine or you go to jail or some shit. Okay. You don't have to create necessarily a care and it's already on the books. It's just not being enforced. I see. Now I see. that the tension made it hot, now you got to create something because it's too hot. Now you got to like actually enforce it in a sense. And then as far as lynching, for example, is a hate crime, whatever, or federal, whatever. But I know it varies from state to state because we saw that in Georgia. Again, we need that federally. But I don't know. It's a very weird thing. It's on the books, but I don't think it's enforced. It needs to be so much evidence to where it's considered a hate crime. So uh, well. we, we usually we spoke on uh, Ahmaud Arbery. Yeah. And at the time that was presented, mm -hmm. for me personally, I didn't see it as a hate crime because like, it didn't seem racially motivated. Subsequently, meaning like later, like we found out like there was some terms of N words and, yeah. and other racial language that was associated with it. And it's like, again, I'm just mind blown by the fact of this of racism in mm -hmm. 2020. If anyone needs, has the, and I don't say that has the right, mm -hmm. if anyone should be wearing hoods and, and, and terrorizing communities, it, it should be black people. It, it really should. If anyone should be resentful and angry, it should be black people. But we're so much cooler than you that we're not doing that. 
But again, you can only push us so far. Yeah. To where we'd be like, oh yeah, you know, slavery and all that shit, we let that ride. No reparations, we let that ride. Jim Crow, we let that ride. Civil rights, we let that ride. Voting rights act. Voting rights act, we let that ride. Kneeling on our fucking necks. Now I'm starting to get a little perturbed. All this uh, <laughs> proud children and uh, all these other hate groups and presidential presidential standby orders and shit has me a little anxious. But um, yo, we I think that black people, black people, we are we are taking this whole racist thing. We are being quite handling quite we're managing it quite well yeah that's but a part of our daily life that are yeah. are are training mobilizing buying guns just be like because we are killed narrows like what are you mad for we mad we like it's not even like okay here where we're at right now and you know where i'm so we driving i'm coming see my <laughs> we driving see all on the on the highway what do you see signs for no white guilt <laughs> And all this bullshit. And I bet you I see some Confederate flags out here. I but haven't seen one yet, surprisingly. I'm gonna keep I'm my waiting. I'm gonna keep my eyes peeled. But like I'm thinking like, okay, we out here, no white guilt. And it's like it's not like it's densely populated with black people to where like, like black people are taking over your neighborhoods and you gotta mm-hmm. feel some type of way like we need a militia because the niggers are moving in, they're gonna take over everything. No, like, what are you mad for? What are you... And I guess that's not the right question. Because they say that there are only two emotions. Mm -hmm. There is fear and there is love. And wearing white hoods and your little white nationalist group. That's not love, man. There's no love. I'm not feeling the love. So, So let me ask you this. What is it that you fear, white America? Do you fear you? You fear your history? You fear that we harbor some sort of resentment? Do you fear that like we will all unify? You fear our power? That we'll unify and take this motherfucker over? Is that what you fear? I don't know. But at the same time, I'm all for camaraderie, working together. Yeah. Like, I believe in this American thing. Like, it's a, it, it's, it was built on hypocrisy. But <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm so naive that I, I believe that we can have liberty and justice, not for white nationalists, but for all, for everyone. And um, yeah, Upgrade America. Um, you said a lot there. I will say this. I laugh at the privilege. You have the privilege of being angry over dumb shit. Yeah. And we don't. It's and... like when I'm pissed off because you kneeled on, uh, on George Floyd's neck. Yeah. I think that's a legitimate grievance. I'm, I'm just saying. Well, I was thinking, somebody brought this up. I was listening to something. It's like, why do you think all these white serial killers got away with killing so many people? Hmm. Because they're white. You can move around with no problem without being considered suspicious. Or you mingle with people who are lawyers, doctors, possibly that you have that, I guess, instant camaraderie because every ethnic group has instant camaraderie with their own group. So I was really thinking about it. It's like, why do you think there's so many white serial killers? Well, they can get away with it. It's their country, so to mm. speak, and they're white. They can move around freely and not look suspicious. 
I mean, every now and then it might, if they're considered kind of an oddball, that might draw some attention. I, I really don't think, I mean, if you go out of your way, yeah. like, be like, I'm going to spray paint my hair green and, you know, like, yeah. Do, and yeah, you can get some stares. But I was thinking but about like, this watching the Unabomber documentary on Netflix. I was thinking about this, like, just going through all these, like, Jim Jones, the dude that... He had the, the cult, cult right? Yeah, yeah. Thinking about all these religious groups that do this stuff, they're able to get away with it mainly because they're white. Hmm. Like, now, we do have freedom of religion, all this stuff. Like, I'm not knocking that part of it, but you really start analyzing things like, yo, you... You really have nothing to complain about. What are you complaining <laughs> about? Like this country is catered for you. Yeah, more or less. It's like And then you go globally, you're seen as instant power. Hmm. Basically, think about that. Anywhere you go, you're seen as wealth and power. Hmm. Well, you have a very uh, valid <laughs> point because there's a buddy of mine, his sister was going to somewhere in South America. Okay. You know, and they, they recommended that she tan and uh, dye her hair. Mm -hmm. her, it's, her, he was referring to his sister was going to like a missionary or something okay. down in South America. They said like, yo, she should tan. Make sure she tans, dye her hair because she could get kidnapped. Mm -hmm. You know, just because the notion of white American means wealth. Mm -hmm. You know, like the average white American is not, is not a millionaire. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So least, I mean, compared to our black net wealth. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you should, like, when you're looking wild. at that, yeah, yeah it is. But yeah. it's like, just assume like the average tourist that's going down there is like, mm -hmm. yo, we snatch them up and they got millions in, in ransom yeah. money. Mm -hmm. It's not quite the truth. But um, yeah, I agree with you on the perception on on how uh, white people are seen. But yeah. at the same time, is um, Hollywood has done a great job in yeah fucking up uh, the perception of. Hollywood and the, the music industry has done a, a, Definitely a great job on, uh, on how do you say, shaping the, the perception of black people. And yeah. You and I have experienced that firsthand. Yeah, we have. <laughs> like when I went to, uh, when, I, when I was out and then all, you know, all the, all the young ladies who love the, the, the airmen, they're like, I, I thought all black people could sing and dance. I didn't know. Ain't no singing and dancing here, like. Yeah, all, people, all black people but, play sports. Yeah, and then there's that too, yeah. you know? Sports and entertainment. Yeah. But we're, we're beyond that, and... Um, I think it's getting better now. I think the perception is widely broadened. I, I want to say partially, yeah. and again, I'm not... I don't support all of Barack Obama's policies and everything that he did, but at the same time, him just sitting... Him farting in the Oval Office was like a big, uh, you know, that was that was, that was big for the. <laughs> you can't say you did, you did eight years and you didn't fart in the Oval Office. Like, but now you got my brain going. Like, what would it be like? Like, now I'm thinking about fucking in the Oval Office, like the White House. Me like, and my lady have discussed that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about all this it's stuff, man. <laughs> oh, pardon me. <laughs> I'm just thinking that you have me going. I'm like, it don't help. I'm looking at a bed right they're, they're now. All look, they're like, all looking at the seal of it. They're like, and these stains are from Cameron Raw. <laughs> 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 So yeah, you crazy. I mean, yo, but let's keep it real though. That's that true. is that is your home though, right? Yeah, sure. So it's like, yo, it's just like I was getting some head in the study, but <laughs> I love it. All right, more to some cool news. Uh, 
military first, a super carrier named at the African American sailor. Sweet. We can get a shout out to our sailor. I, I don't like using the C, so we're going to say sailor. I like sailor better. Yeah. Uh, Doris Dory Miller, a U.S. Navy mess attendant, second class, cool. became one of the first American heroes of World War II for his actions during the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. Right on. Or should I say hoorah? That's what the, the I Navy forgot what the Navy did. Yeah, they, they're, they're hoorah. Wow, the Marines and the Marines and Navy are hoorah. So it's the USS Doris Miller. Salute to all our Navy sailors. Represent. That was about to be my first choice, believe it or not. So my cousin talking to the, the Navy. Yeah. I was going to go to the Navy with a buddy, rest in peace, uh, to Zach Fate. You know, died before uh, he enlisted. Yeah. But he died before he, he could ship out. And we were gonna go on the buddy system, yeah. and I was like, nah, bruh. I do not want to learn how to swim, <laughs> like, under the pressure of the military. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, I decided to go the army route, got in some trouble, and ended up becoming an airman. Meet my fellow defender over here yeah, in Korea, right. man. Yeah, that's wild. Well, yeah, life is, life is grand, man. Life is yeah, grand, yeah, man. my cousin talked me into it. I was going because my Uncle Buster, rest in peace. Yeah. I heard all his adventures and stories. Oh, he was named? Yeah. Right on, right on. I think he's a medic. Um, and it was interesting because I almost, I pretty much lived what he described in my military service. He was overseas too? Mm-hmm. He was in Beirut the first time they got found. When was that? 83. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm thinking I think that was a year we were born. Oh, yeah, that's Something another like that. segment we got to do. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. We'll talk about a year uh, year in history, our, our special year, since it's episode 83. Shit. Uh, real quick, a lady found alive in the ocean. Colombian woman was found by fishermen <laughs> off the coast of Porter, <coughs> Porto, Colombia. Sweet. This was in September. So, my understanding, she was, like, missing for, like, two, two years. Two years. Two miles out to sea. And I'm wow. curious what her story is. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, the headline is it sounded like some good news. I know we we're just beating y'all up. Yeah. Bad news all day. But I mean, like, um, it's, it's always great to hear some good news. She was found alive. I hope she gets uh, reconciled with her family. Hope y'all enjoy my booty and my floors. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Sir. So that's so awesome. So, um, you sold fresh. So Florida. I know. You know it. Uh, Air Force is letting you grow your hair out a little bit more. How about this? And I proposed that in the Upgrade America policy for the future handbook. You know, when we're really talking about not really revising the military, but modernizing it. Like, me personally, if my nation needed me to serve, I would do it. But I wouldn't dare cut my lovely locks. Yeah, and I don't think opinion. that should be a factor. I do applaud them. Um, there are some dressing appearance that they did for beards, yeah. like for religious reasons. Like, yeah, I guess. But you got Sikhs serving. You and got stuff the Sikhs, like but the biggest, you know, the biggest people who are using that yeah. are the the Nordic, like the Viking. Oh, okay, okay. So people are growing beards in support of that, and I support that. I'm all for it. Yeah. But cool. at the same time, with the hair, I think that's important that we. We gotta have regulations, you gotta have regs because you gotta have discipline. At the same time, just shaving off your hair is, I think that's senseless. Like, there is a really great documentary mm -hmm. on the Native Americans that were that were employed during World War II. Oh, uh, was it Code trackers. Breakers? Code Breakers. But they had some uh, trackers there yeah. doing them to, to do tracking and stuff like that. They did outstanding on the trials when they were civilians and they had their hair long. And then they noticed, like, when they started shaving them, 
because you know when you enter the military that's what you do yeah that their skills were disrupted but it's like did a lot of studying on hair and essentially it's like an antenna it is mm. another uh when you think about it you can get it's micro bits of information but even when the wind is blowing and you're getting more information mm -hmm. from just from your hair you know but it is hair is, is is very powerful and i think the notion of just shaving it off for a sense of good order and discipline is is antiquated mm -hmm. i think we should they're extending the new regulation i believe they're giving an additional like three quarters of an something inch like that. to right. to males and another quick. half an inch for for ladies or something yeah it's like uh like females one, right? one quarter inch from the scalp now can have both pair of two inches women's hair both stand also increase the three and a half to four inches cool yeah i think at this point like you want to keep recruiting, be able to recruit and stuff like that. Having that flexibility is is, is something. Yeah. Because I remember it was like, I had to have mine at, like, I had a little fro, an inch and a quarter was all I was authorized to grow. And I pushed it to the max. When I was in the desert, I pushed it too, man. I was just like, you can't tell me nothing. Going hard. But so, you, had a, you had a question now? First lady? Yeah. Um, real quick. So Cam and I talked about, remember we talked about getting inter internet connections to everywhere, rural, mountains, oh, yeah. everything, right? Yeah, this so is it, like, it's like electricity in 2020. Yeah. I think everyone needs it. So T-Mobile is doing this program, which is my carrier. Sweet. I'm not Sorry getting paid that. for that, but I'm fine with it. I've had, <laughs> oh man, I had, I had some. I've had Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, well Sprint now, Sprint T-Mobile merged now. Verizon, I can get signal on the A train when I'm yeah. moving in New York City. See, Verizon, I've had mixed reviews on that. Um, AT&T was too expensive. Verizon, Verizon is pricey, but yeah. their signal is pretty solid for the T-Mobile has been solid for me. I mean, yeah, I have times where it's not. But I, I really guess it's on the region, too, because if yeah. they don't have a tower, they don't have a tower. Yeah. Where I was at, it was no calm, man. It was deplorable. Yeah, but, I got you. I feel you. But basically, we're committed to help close the homework gap by offering school districts free internet access and mobile hotspots to 10 million eligible households. Yo. And due to COVID-19, many schools are completely online. So we're offering school districts low cost options to increase monthly data plans to provide connectivity to their students for free. And I like that idea. Shout out to T-Mobile for uh, leading the charge on that. That's, yeah, that's pretty brilliant. In that promo. But it's like, we talked about this before, how they had all these countless billions that was being offered to schools who would open up 100%. Is uh, I don't recall the exact number, but like mm -hmm. there, there's a lot of money on there for that. I think um, that money would be better spent enhancing that online program and, and you know, rocking with T-Mobile. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. You got us the hotspots. Can you hook us up with some iPads? Yeah. You know, like... And, it's it's so ironic, man. It's it's mm -hmm. almost prophetic because I outlined all that shit in like 2018. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yo, man. I don't and know. we've been talking about it. And we need America needs to understand. You need private just as much as you need government. Absolutely. And that's why Singapore is one of the best powerhouses in the world because they're private and government work together. Now, are they highly regulated? Is private highly regulated over there? Or are they laissez-faire? Uh, I think it's it's a it's Because I know China it's is like, blended. China's like, yeah, you can say you're 
public, but we own you. Yeah. Like with their, I think I think Singapore is a little more loose on that. Okay. I was hearing that they're basically like the Asian America, as far as economically how they move. I can see that, and I hear it's one of the. Um, they have longevity of life out there. It's pretty safe and clean. Yeah. Chewing gum is illegal. I don't chew gum yeah, I anymore, so I have no problem with that. That's on my but, list to go. Me and Ryan, we're going there. I, I want to see that too, yeah. man. I heard great things. I, th- I heard uh, Jay Z's Forty Forty Club has a. I think they have a, uh, a branch out. Oh there yeah, those still exist. The Forty Forty Club. Yeah. Last I've been to, I've I don't been know the one goes. in two thousand. Well, the last time I've been in New York, I think I was, was it, in. Uh, was it Flat China, Tribeca, somewhere down there? I went to a birthday party after 2012, so let's call it 13, 14. Yeah, I haven't, I, I haven't, I haven't been to. It was, it was cool. There. I've been there. I liked it. it reminded I liked the me, vibe. Was cool. Yeah, it reminded me of. Excuse me, miss. Like when that What's video came name? out. Yeah, yeah that's what reminded me. That's classy little joint. Um. But as far as private, this is what private should be doing right now. Because obviously, I hate to say it, but government bureaucracy and red tape and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's what we advocate for efficiency of government by using technology. We've been talking about this as well. But private is a, it's a perfect time for them to shine. And also really campaign for them in government to help them out. Because you know how it works hand in hand. Uh, lobbying, yo, again, it's like... What T-Mobile is doing is brilliant. I think Xfinity is Comcast, or I think doing they're doing thing. something like that as well. What I'm saying, I would not be opposed to government resources being allocated to these companies for providing those services for education. Absolutely, and it keeps it off the government's hands. They can work on more pressing matters that. You know Absolutely, and it's like, and that's in their wheelhouse. Even that's if, even if the you know we we acknowledge what the recovery rate is for COVID. And even if the world opens up tomorrow, we should still have a contingency plan in place for when the zombies come. And like, Which we do. Don't we, worry. We explain no, this in season one. Educational wise. Oh, okay. Like okay. we need <laughs> we need to streamline this this online schooling and event. Like yeah, COVID. Let's just say we say okay, COVID's not so bad. But say there is an outbreak that is, mm-hmm. we need to have a firm educational contingency plan and, yeah. and with education and it's the future anyways yeah like it really is you're gonna look all these broke ass schools and be like oh damn we are paying a lot on these brick and mortar buildings yeah and them ipads are you know we could save x amount repurposing we've been talking about this just, i just showed there. cam an example of this in orlando millennium mall you have an amazon store in there that's gonna be interesting yeah and like I said, malls are dying because of millennials and Gen Zers. How do you think Walmart feels about that? They're hanging on because they got an online presence. That's what's keeping them afloat. So basically, they got all the brick and mortar built in. So they use the, the online, how I'm looking at it is they're, they need that to, saved them. They actually. need to remake that. I mean, remodel their online presence. Yeah. One, I didn't have... I don't think I've ordered anything. I, while I've went to Walmart's online page several times, I don't think I've ordered Me anything. Me neither. I don't think Walmart. I've ordered anything online. And um, I think they should really consider uh, take Amazon's approach and get into logistics. Yeah. Or Amazon. Um, <laughs> why don't you get more into logistics? Well, I'm saying Amazon oh. is trying to Walmart route and get the brick and mortar. I, I hear that. About. But what I'm saying is with we're, we're seeing the, the sabotage with the mail system. Mm-hmm. You think Amazon can help deliver some food? 
or no? I don't. I, would you want them to deliver our would, mail? Would you want like private? Would, would you want private it. to do exclusively uh, mail? I don't know how I feel about that. To be honest, I am a little uh, iffy too. Because I know it's backed by the federal government. It's a federal law. Somebody fucks with your shit. Mm -hmm. well, we go keep private. Keep the same laws. Keep the same laws. People are, if you're, mail fraud is mail fraud. It's just the being delivered privately rather than. But it goes back to that, that privacy part of it because they got so much information on us anyway. Hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel a kind of way like Amazon's, you know how much of information they got on us? Yeah, right. And again, it goes back to the technical bill of rights. Yeah. Is, um, <clears throat> Mark Cuban said it himself, like data is the new oil. Yeah. And we're just giving it, we're just leaking data left and right. I mean, like, all this is data. So, <laughs> think about it. Well, people question, should be entitled to uh, to something if our data is being used. Yeah, and I was going to add on that. Shouldn't we be getting paid on something? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. We should. Like, be not paid. even having to have so many followers and all that, but just getting paid to be on there. Yeah. If you really think about all the money they make off of us, paid or an incentive. Yeah. There should be some sort of incentive for us to be on social media scrolling through all this bullshit yeah and then letting you know like oh yeah they like this they like this store all their data in this database here um so other people can market to us and make x amount of millions yeah, you yeah you're right we should be in that we should be entitled to something yeah I, I don't know how they would deliver that value but it's yeah. something to consider yeah because i know like i say you got a whole bunch of followers that you, you monetize that but oh, we're yeah, talking yeah. about just your average user like they're still getting something out of us, you know what I'm saying? Now, I guess my other question is, if they all went to pay, how many people would have social media? Oh, you mean like paying? Yeah, to you use gotta Facebook? pay to use Facebook, Instagram, all this stuff. I don't know. Like, um, I don't think I would. I would find a way to curb that habit, but I think I want to lean. I like your idea better. Like, pay me to use your shit. Yeah. Like, I like that idea better and because it's like. And consider now with Corona and like. All you know the. Ooh, say with okay, you. go ahead. Say with Rock with that. So you said like um, we discussed UBI before. Yes. And then you said something about how these tech companies could pay for UBI. So not you, mm -hmm. not universal basic income where mm -hmm. it's just like, ching cha ching cha ching. Here's your twelve hundred dollar check every month. Yeah, yeah. But cha ching cha ching cha ching based upon your engagement on social media. How about mm -hmm. that? Like getting yeah, not paid for posts, but I don't know. But something like that, have the tech company pay, I don't know. It's something the brands have upgrade America. How would they pay that out? Like, would they pay that out to the user? Like, We have a question from the audience. I'm on Amazon right now, and he gives you 5%, like, you know, discount or something, and you know, 1% cash back or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it does be in my data from Amazon, you know, they're, they're showing ads and stuff because of things that I've searched on their search. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a little sense of what you said. I agree. You know, 5%, $2 off this, you know. Yeah, I, I've seen that. Like, I, I really think it's, I'm going to be just jump right out there. Like, people want cash home. Like, no, 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 but here's the thing. I, I agree with nine, but here's the thing. Or like, gift certificates. People don't need cash. They need the things that cash can buy. That's so true, going too, on that, right? going on the Amazon route like that, you can buy groceries on Amazon. That's true. And so it's like, but now you're getting paid to... Shop on social media, and then you said gift certificates. Yeah, I don't know, yo, point. big tech, sit down with us. 
we got some great ideas. Yeah. I, and I, I, you see the economic peril that, you know, um, that that our nation is in, and we need to think outside that box. And I think uh, yeah. maybe on to something yeah. like that. We, we definitely have the tag on them, T-Mobile, like a whole bunch of people on that side. Um, let's see what else we got. Thank last but least, the year of '83. You already know it, man. 1983, it's the year I was born. June 21st day of summer. Um, Scarface came out. The world is yours. This is an awesome flick. But I know you got um. I think there's a Star Wars movie in uh. Love of my life was born. Aww. <laughs> then no, there was a Star Wars movie that was in the box office. Right, Maybe I'm this return of the Jedi. I'm gonna read these off. Y'all gonna see me looking kind of crazy. Um, let's see. Space shuttle Challenger is launched a maiden flight. That's not the one that exploded, was it? I don't remember if it was or not. Maybe it did, it just didn't explode on its maiden flight because they're reusable for other spaceships. Yeah, and then let's see, we got in Ethiopia, the worst <laughs> drought, following the worst drought in history. Death toll reaches 4 million. Wow, wow. that happened. Europe starts deploying cruise missiles and parachute missiles in Europe at Greenham Common Air Force Base in England and West Germany amid mass protests. Wow. Yeah, a lot going on. Year, I did not know that. <laughs> year inflation rate was 3.22%. Slightly above average, but yeah. Um, average cost of a new house, $82,600. Wow. Income per year, $21,000. What? <laughs> $21,000. Monthly rent, $335. What? <laughs> But yo, so I won't, I won't briefly want to interject. You mentioned that 3.25 inflation rate. Yeah. And it's like, they say like healthy inflation and I don't want to go too deep into the weeds, yeah. but it should be like what, between two and 3%. So. But when you look at it, and it doesn't sound like much, but when it compounds over the years, as you can see, rent ain't no motherfucking $300. <laughs> and you're not getting a- well, That's I suppose, a room somewhere. I suppose, yeah. you're renting from somebody possibly. <laughs> I suppose, yeah, even yeah. a room, a room in Brooklyn will, uh, yeah. will, will run you bare minimum. I know you can bucks. probably get away. I've gotten away with paying 350 for a room. Wow. But that, that's an Air Force hookup. But it's like that 3% over 10 years, over well, over 30 years, you see what it gets you. And that's why we have to be on top of, of inflation. But please continue, man. Uh, the United States invades Grenada, October. October 25th, 1983, 5,000 Marines were sent to the That was under Carter, right? Uh, I believe he was, was in. Was that Reagan? Reagan, was it? I thought it was under the Carter administration, but uh, it may say it in there. Yeah, it might. <clears throat> Basically, it got wild in Grenada. It was a, a bloody coup by a Cuban trained military force. Oh, wow. So they sent 5,000 Marines. Oh, it was Reagan. It was Reagan? Uh huh. Interesting. Wow. Um, let's see here. I'm looking for my oh, Super Mario <coughs> Brothers come out. Nintendo. Yo, that was a uh, that was my error, man. Oh, the actual date of your birthday. Well, let's see what else they got All for right. the year. Yeah. It was, uh... Okay, Fraggle Rock. Do you remember that? I shit? remember Fraggle Rock. I wasn't so much of a fan. Like it's on they, HBO. It's like puppets and stuff. Yeah. No, it might have been Nickelodeon. Let's see. Oh, the fashion is hilarious. Might have to put this. 
boy the toys, 80s? kids toys. Oh, I remember that. I had one of those. You say? Uh, world's population was at 4.72 billion. What? China's population reaches 1 billion. What? Civil war breaks out in Zimbabwe, yeah. Rhodesia, and Zimbabwe. But yo, Zimbabwe. hold on. That, that, let's let's. That's pretty heavy, man. Like, yeah. hold on. So we 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 said this like three times this episode that the global population is trending towards eight billion. So you want to say it doubled in like? Yeah, pretty much doubled. Yeah. Wow, that's nuts, man. In what thirty-seven years? Yeah. So you guys think in the next? Wow, could you imagine living on a planet with 16 billion people? But think about this, we have so much uninhabited land. We do, when you really drive across America, you can see, but still it's like... Oh, earthquake hit central New York, a 5.2 earthquake. Oh, wow. Oh, land speed record was broken. Richard Noble and Black Rock Desert, Nevada, he went 633 miles per hour. Sweet. So that happened. Uh, oh shit. Brinks Net robbery. Warehouse robbery in Heathrow Airport in the UK. UK, yeah. Making off with three tons of gold bars valued at 37.3 tons. Five million dollars. How do you move? That takes a whole lot of money. That's like that, uh, whatchamacallit? What's that movie? Uh, Ocean's Eleven? Uh, no, no. Um, Italian Job. I don't think I they stole gold. I didn't, I deliberately didn't watch that movie because I hate many Cooper. Oh, uh, uh, it made me like Mini Coopers after watching it. I was just like, I'm a Beamer guy. Okay. I'll pretend I did not hear. They're fun. Um, Maze High Security Prison in Lisburn, Northern Ireland. A bunch of prisoners broke out. Wow. Um, UK passed the seatbelt law and the front seats and drivers became mandatory. U.S. Embassy was bombed in Beirut. That's when my uncle was there. Um, not in the embassy, but he was at the sea nearby. Yeah. He told me he heard all the bombing, the bombing and shit. Uh, terrorist attack by a suicide bomber on U.S. Embassy in Beirut, killing 63 people. Oh, it was a suicide like that's where he had a car. I don't know. I'm, pro- I'm assuming it's 63 people. It had to be like a yeah, car. Yeah, he had a car. I had to look more into that. Um, U.S. unemployment was 12 million, uh, 12 million people, and that was the highest figure since 1941. It's that was 12 million. Yeah. What is it now? Shit, I don't know. 23. I don't know. A lot of people's gone back to work. Myself okay. included. That's what's good. Um. Oh, IRA bombing outside of her ride in December 17th, pre-Christmas shopping season. So IRA is what the Irish resistance. Uh, I totally forget. What it's been. Uh, like my understanding is like they may the have been or something like that. I have to look that up. Sorry, our uh, Ireland upgraders, because we got some Ireland upgraders. We have to. You know, can, can you search that for us? What the, what IRA, the IRA is? is? Yeah, the organization they have in Ireland. It's um, a terrorist group, but I do believe they they are credited for developing the car bomb. Oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, because they got that drink. Not the sound. The like, Irish uh, car bomb. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. But it's like the a lot of the tactics that were deployed mm-hmm. in Ireland for their revolution, their independence, were deployed or, or employed rather in um, in Iraq. So the Irish terrorist group 
So you gotta put. Are they? I gotta put group. Sorry. No, you gotta put define. That's all good. I'm, I'm curious though. So are they really a terrorist group or are they free of fighting for their So police? it stands for the Irish Republic Army. Okay. So it says also known as the Provisional Irish Republic Army was an Irish Republic paramilitary organization that sought to end British rule in Northern Ireland and reinforce and bring about independent republic. Mm. So, so yeah, it sounds like a revolutionary war. So, um, in a sense. I guess it's like some people see you as a freedom fighter and some people see you as terrorist but it's um as you mentioned that label can be loosely applied to, to practically anyone uh pop culture final episode of mash airs 125 million people watch that wow mash was a good show i saw like parts of it i saw bits and pieces of yeah. it too cabbage patch dolls were sold in shops and became a success i remember, I the remember those. Those. I they're scary those. looking those <laughs> um let's see west german news magazine stern published hitler diaries which turned out to be forgeries mm, interesting so star wars episode six yeah return of the jedi so you man i was these are popular films in 1983. So you had Trading Places. That's one of my favorites. I remember that. Uh, Tootsie. I don't really remember that one. War Games. Do you know that one? I vaguely Is that a uh, Tom Clancy? It's something like book, that. Maybe. It's one of those I think so. Movies. Superman 3. I think I saw that. Flashdance. Staying Alive. Octopussy. I guess that's James, James Bond. James Bond. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Sean Connor, maybe. Vacation. I used to like those. Uh, never say never again. Terms of endearment, empty, educating, reader. So those are like popular films in that '83. They didn't mention Scarface. I know, but yeah, I mean, this is you know this list would be kind of biased. It looks like it's British. Or no, I'm done with that. Uh, Phil Collins was popping. Every breath you take. Which Diddy made. Um, yeah, he remixed that. I miss it. But I like they, it. they said like uh, he had a tendency to do uh, a lot of 80s. Yeah. A lot of 80s songs. So you had Hot Chocolate, <laughs> Big Country, Black Sabbath, David Bowie, Johnny Cash, Culture Club, Duran Duran, Elton John, Pink Floyd, Ozzy Osbourne, Lionel Richie, All Night Long, Rod Stewart, <laughs> Michael Jackson beat it. In I was going to say, how come I'm not hearing nothing from Michael yeah, Jackson? The Moody Blues and Bob Marley and the Whale. Who's down? Who's down? I mean, this is just like some stuff that was on 83. Um, you might know this text shit. You know how I am. Um, <laughs> Arpid. ARPANET officially changed it to use the internet protocol creating the internet. Okay, so, the internet. so they had they had ARPA and then they have DARPA. You know so that DARPA is yeah. like defense and all that. I forget what ARPA is. Yeah, I but it's like um it <clears throat> yeah, I was gonna say they did have um egg um now can you can you check that for us? Can you define ARPA? What was it? A R P A, -A, -R -P -A Oh no, just, the, just skip the net part. I want to know what the, uh, oh, okay. what the ARPA stands for. Microsoft Word was first released in 1980. Was it really? Uh -huh. I could see that. Stands. First Ancient. person to receive an artificial heart. Barney Clark, you have died after 112 days. So he made 100. That's pretty good. With an artificial heart? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Uh, Swatch introduced their first watches. I used to have a couple of Swatch watches. Oh, no, don't do that. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's only an Android. You said only an Android. <laughs> I'm tired of all this. So player, looking bro. for iPhone elites. <laughs> what can I say? We got, got like phone. even better features or more features than your shit. They steal from the Android. That's right. ARPA. What does ARPA stand for? Yeah. That misdefined ARPA what? I don't know. Yeah, it's kind oh, of. Oh, hold on. It's up here. So, ARPA, average revenue per account. No, that's yeah, not. That's, what I'm saying. that's, that's not. That's, that's for not finance. Right. So, ARPA. You probably have to put the net on. Organization. Oh, yeah. So, let me see the day of my birthday. I'll do that one. Okay. So maybe it is from DARPA. So DARPA is the Defense Advanced Resource Project Agency. So I can only assume that ARPA is something that they made. ARPANET. The Advanced Research, yeah. The Advanced Research Project Agency Network. So it was like from DARPA. Oh, a Nazi position, guys. Oh, good. Forest Schumann. That's how it's not fixed. That ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've had. Um, I'll look up Canada real quick. I'll wrap it up. Ah, yeah, June 21st, 1983. Don't forget to send me my presents this year. What happened? You were a <laughs> You see what happened? <laughs> it was black. <laughs> like, like the lights went out and then it was green. It was black. It's all good. No, we'll, we'll, we'll edit it out. <laughs> uh, what happened? Um, okay. <laughs> Trying to find, it's hard finding history on that day because we keep showing things people's birthdays and shit. Um, let's see. Well, Ronald Reagan, well, we know that. I'm trying to see. Or May 5th, yeah. <laughs> uh, they keep showing, like, the dude that plays Superman. It's a little tricky to find that. Maybe you can have some better luck on the phone or whatever. I think I, uh, it's, it's easier getting things for the, for the year. You know, but yeah, the worries, for the year it says I, I would say the most significant event was my birthday. So like, yeah, facts. Yeah. <laughs> so we covered that born on the war day, Mars Day. Uh, what day was that born on? Uh, look that up real quick. Uh, I'm not throwing your phone. Uh, we know how that worked out with the iPhone. Yeah, pack. look up May 5th, 1983. Yeah. Just to see what day. Thank you. Uh, I don't want to touch this Android before. Stop. It's not broken. Don't worry, it's slander. But it's still an Android. Like, ugh, I hear those things explode. Yeah, how long ago was that? Might get whatever digital version phone, of cooties they have. Oh, yeah, and it melted. What day of the week? Oh, so I was born on Thursday. What right on Thursday. Oh, okay. Makes sense. But uh, you got any closing remarks? Yo, man, like I said, 
I say it every week, you know, life is great if you've got the ears and uh, eyes to, to view our lovely show. I am eternally blessed to be here yeah, with you. I know, right? Like, this is so surreal. It's every man. couple years, you know, we, uh, we we link up, man. Like, you're in the region, I couldn't, couldn't miss that opportunity. But we, we're going to do this again shortly, too. Yeah. But um, at the same time, um, yo, a lot going on around in the world. Just be positive, you know, and um, follow your dreams. Focus on your goals. That's all that matters. Not the selection, mm-hmm. none, none of that stuff. Don't matter. Just focus on, on what you want to get and you can be where you got to be. You got any closing remarks? Man, I'm grateful y'all came. First lady, shout out. About. Uh, helping with the setup because this setup is very crazy. <laughs> like trying to figure this thing out. Yeah, from mad angles and yeah, stuff. Yeah, sorry y'all got to see my booty a lot. You know, <laughs> trying to get the info so we can keep rolling along. True, um, true. Yeah, I'm grateful, man. The job is cool. Uh, yeah, it's been interesting, needless to say. Uh, I guess the warehouse environment working wise is very military ish in like logistics. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, but maybe the environment is us like being on post for like 14 hours. You <laughs> tend to talk about everything. You can kind of ah, get a little see, reckless see, at times. And yeah, that definitely floats around. Uh, I've had some experiences so far that have been very troubling it's, and interesting at the same time. It happens. But at the same time, uh, I'm like, from what you disclosed to me, yeah, very diplomatic, man. Yeah, very, very diplomatic. You, I, I'm looking at it like, listen, we're at the age <laughs> now. I'm looking at just basically, I'm here for capital. I'm here for the experience. If it really goes to that, I press the button on it. But other than that, I'm minding my business. You know, one man show. No doubt, no doubt. Eyes, ears open. You know, situational awareness, all that good stuff. So that's all working day. when I'm Stay out. Stay vigilant. About. So other than that, I'm grateful, blessed, and we're gonna do a little something before they hit the road. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We gotta get appreciate that. Gotta get that growth in, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Up but again, America. yeah, we appreciate everybody watching the show. We've had quite an evolution, man. 83 yeah. episodes. We're trending yeah. towards 100, but we're coming strong and improving every week, man. But again, um. For everyone who's watching our show, supporting our show, giving us feedback, giving us ideas on, on things yeah, to discuss, absolutely. we appreciate it. Thanks. And it's helping us, it's really helping us grow. But um, again, stay blessed, stay positive, take a deep breath. Cause yo, life is great if you can breathe easy. As yeah. you mentioned, the president got COVID, you know, any, anything can happen. But yeah. if you have this, you have this moment. And right now this, this moment is a blessing in itself, so. Live it up, man. Life is great. Peace. Peace. Peace out, Facebook. Don't forget to share. Later, out, Facebook. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know you're talking. <laughs>